Okay. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm working for like a, I'm working for myself. So I'm actually an entrepreneur, but mm -hmm. I have a, a rent that I pay to uh, to a gym so that I can coach people there. And um, so now with the practice, I'm finding work less and less important. So I'm working less and less. <laughs> and uh, I don't... Uh, Me too, brother. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> and so I don't have to... I don't um, go out of my way to find new, new clients. I mean, if some people come to me, that's cool. But I don't uh, like uh, too much to just go and talk to people and uh, and try to get a new person to to come to my, uh, uh, I mean to to get in shape. So I let them come, but uh, I have less uh, less and less clients, especially with the summer and stuff. And uh, so sometimes I feel the feeling of uh, insecurity. Um, because since I have that rent, I cannot uh, just not work. That would be cool. Even if I don't get paid, I don't have any expenses. But uh, with the rent, I have to work like a certain amount. And, um, and so sometimes that makes me uh, insecure. Uh, I recognize it as a hindrance. So I just uh, <laughs> push it away when I see it. But um, uh, I like what you say about having uh, friends and who you know, because that's... Uh, kind of a security too because you know you're supported uh, but i was wondering what you what you would recommend or maybe uh just talking about uh, this uh, safety and security uh factor okay well let us start from there i was um but but back up just a little bit into the sense that there's actually several issues that we need to discuss one is the actual feeling of fear. And then the situation of a declining income. And then the alternatives, the new stuff that you're learning that's wanting you to not do that so much. And now you're OK. Guess what? This is quite typical. I think everybody kind of goes through this and that we can look at the various pieces and various stages of it. And um, possibly the easiest way to do it is to deal with the fear itself first, because then with wisdom, you can deal with the others rather than in fear. Yeah. Okay. So let's deal with the fact that life is itself insecure, but that you so far so good mm -hmm. but in fact any time that you're feeling that fear is because of the thoughts and the worries that you had about the other two and so if we can let them go for a while and just work on let's get the feeling straightened out because i mean after all you're not out on the street you're not starving right now this is yeah. not a matter of saving your life okay <laughs> yeah that you're you're asking this question really early and that's good because we can deal with it really early rather than when you hit rock bottom, which is mm -hmm. when AA generally gets their people is when they're <laughs> when they've hit rock bottom and you're nowhere near rock bottom. In fact, you're sailing right now. And that's an important way of looking at it, that the only hindrance basically that you do have is the worry about what might happen. Yeah. Yes. 
because it probably won't. And there's something inside it that says, oh, if I worry about it enough, then I'll do something. Mm -hmm. yes. Well, the answer to that is no, not necessarily that you can worry and worry and worry and worry and still not do anything about it. <laughs> or you can yeah. stop worrying and then do something about it. And so let's start working on stopping the worry, to put it down, to recognize that in this moment, at least for right now, you're well fed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right now, you can still pay the rent. You got that covered for a month or so, at least for this month, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're working with the positive stuff. You can go ahead and take a sigh of relief for the next 30 days. You're good. Well, at least for the next 30 days, there's no problem. Okay. So if we can get yourself into the state of 30 days is enough. Or maybe you might want to modify that. Well, I think it would possibly be better if I had three months in advance. Then that would feel even more secure. But I know that I will never feel secure thinking this, this is open-ended. If this is open-ended, yeah. then I'll always feel bad. But if I can shut it down to three months or one month or something like that, then I know that I can deal with it for the next three months. Okay. And so now we can begin to think every time I get worried about it, I can set that worry down and not have to pick it back up for a month. Mm -hmm. Let me worry about that later is something that you can begin to tell yourself. This works well, but right now I can breathe easy. Right now I have the business of getting my mind together, getting the fear out and becoming friends with myself because as we step into the next part, that if you're a really friendly guy, you may not have to work so hard at getting clients. But in fact, if you, the clients that you have, if you make good friends with them, know them well, like them, and they like you, then yeah. they'll be willing to help you find your new people. They'll begin to recommend you to, uh, because they like you a lot. Mm -hmm. Not because you're a good massage therapist or whatever yeah. <laughs> that you do, but because they like you so much. That and so true. this is the way of starting to understand this, that uh, that you can, in fact, uh, work not in the sense of building up clientele, but mm -hmm. work on the sense of making friends. Yes, I like that better. Well, guess what? The first, Remember that we were talking about what is not what you know is what you do. Well, here you're changing the what you know from a clientele list mm -hmm. into who you know. Your friends. That's the way to say I don't need to go work on getting a client list or getting to know people that way uh, in in the sense of um, putting in effort that's different than what you actually what you want to do, which is deal with people uh, at that at that level. OK, that you're a trainer. Well, be the best trainer in your own mind, which is the most friendly trainer. That's the best trainer is the one who's the most friendly because then the people actually want to come back and see you more often. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that people usually uh, 
they come back, uh, especially to have a friend. <laughs> I mean, some some of them are just paying to have a friend, which is uh, in a way a bit sad, but <laughs> but I see how it works. <laughs> it is so amazing, though, to me yeah. that the thing that we started talking about before we started recording was about that other thing. And then when you asked the, t the question while it was on the recording, it was the same answer. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. That is so amazing. It, they, they call that synchronicity. <laughs> I what I call it is wow. Look at that. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> that everything fits together that way. So yes, that is not. Uh, but we were actually talking about it in the sense of the Thai people. Why are the Thai people laid back? The Thai people are laid back because they find much more interest and importance in who they know rather than what they know. Because getting fired from a job doesn't mean anything. I already know all the people that I that I need to know. So you can look at it from that perspective also with your fear that you that all you need to do is cultivate enough friends and then you don't have to worry about the job anymore. The job will take care of itself because your friends help you do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. This Dhamma is really amazing stuff, and it works everywhere, just like it works with the Thai people. It really helps the culture. This is a really, really laid back culture. I know I've been here for so many years, <laughs> and it really is kind of laid back. In fact, the only ones that seem not so laid back are the ones who have to learn to deal with the Farang. <laughs> it's the tourist industry people who know how to deal with the wrong. The real type people are even more laid back than that. <laughs> because they always have their their family to count on. Yeah, they they feel safe, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if anybody needs anything in the family, in fact, because I know how the Thai culture works, I've kind of set it up that Tam, my wife, is now the matriarch of her family. That, the, that though she's got grandmothers galore, they all are now looking at her because of her relationship with me. But the mm -hmm. point is, is that I know that and know how to manipulate it. <laughs> so that this is now my family too, and they come and 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 use that part of it, and I'll always be willing to loan money. Why? Because loaning money to a family member cements the family even more. That makes them beholden to me until the money becomes more important than the friendship, which is what happens in the West. Eventually, the money becomes more important than the friendship. But here in Thailand, no, it's all family money anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not mine. Yeah, it's, it belongs uh, to the family. I bought my way into this family, and I have really <laughs> gotten the star show out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's truly a switch, um, a mindset switch. And then... It's on so many levels, so many subtle things. Um, yeah. So many psychological levels that have to be surmounted. That's how many, how much difference there is in the culture. 
I mean, mm-hmm. they knew it. Horace, it wasn't Horace Greeley. It was someone, some, uh, maybe it was Mark Twain. But someone way back when said, East is East and West is West and never the Twain shall meet. Well, that's not true. Some of us has got pretty big straddle and I've been able to straddle the two cultures and that's kind of rare. I know it. Yeah, yeah. So different, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I learned to do it at the Watt. If I had not spent so many years in the Watt, then I would not have been able to observe how the Thai culture operates without having to jump on it with both feet like all the Parang do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to leave. Every Parang I've ever met wants to fix Thai culture. Mm-hmm. And they get so yeah. frustrated when all the Thai people get <laughs> silly about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> and also some 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 get kind of uh, resentful uh, mm-hmm. like toward the, the culture because they feel like uh, it's not right or yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just different. We yeah. don't like what we don't know. Mm-hmm. It's called the fear of the unknown. And in fact, that's exactly what you're doing right now, or you were, you talked to me about it, that it was the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. That yeah. if I just enjoy what I'm doing and not go advertise, then I won't have so much uh, clientele, and therefore the unknown will happen. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so afraid of that unknown. <laughs> Uh, and I, I know like uh, nothing will be like that bad. I mean, I can find a job very easily, I guess. Ah, but it's I mean, easy to so find friends. Yeah. But in fact, in fact, that's the way to go. And I mean, if you have to change profession, if you've got all these friends that have been clients, one of them will give you a job or get you one. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's the friends that we make. Not is is who we know. It's not what we know. Never was. And that's There's all you a, have to make that change in your mind, and that will dispel the fear. Oh, now I know exactly what to do. I just go make friends, and that's so much yeah. fun to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will go. I will apply this uh, mindset a lot more. Like just going to make friends instead of telling myself that I go to work. I will just go uh, and make friends. And then go out with my friends at the gym. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, then you yeah. right, make a lot of friends, and then your whole mm-hmm. life is just going to the gym and making out. I mean, hanging out <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. A little forty. Yeah. I slept there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, and also there is a, a part of me that uh, is kind of afraid to ask for help uh, i mean sometimes i, I don't um, like i won't ask my uh, clients to to recommend me or like uh, if they know someone who wants to get in shape uh, oh, because so i feel like uh, so, i know yeah. right you don't have to do that if you make friends all right cool <laughs> yeah they'll do that automatically for you mm-hmm. yeah it, it felt forced like uh, yeah I'll, I'll try to, to just make friends and <laughs> they they would do that by themselves if they like what we do, mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. If you put your energy into making friends that way, one of the benefits is, is that some people will continue to come to you longer. 
because mm. they're getting even more benefit out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's part that's of the package right there is just making mm -hmm. friends with the clients you've got and some of them will stay maybe a week or two longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll start and, uh, and seeing if they them do, outside of then the... That really cements the friendship. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I with that, to even then the, uh, recommend you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I uh, might even to start to see some of them uh, outside of the, like of the of the training session. That way we can have this uh, because now it's so professional. Because when I started this, I wanted to be uh, like uh, serious and, uh, and professional. So I kept a distance with my clients, and I didn't mm -hmm. see them outside. And I tried to. Um, I didn't, uh, you know, make jokes and stuff too much because I felt that would uh, make me look unprofessional. So now I do it a lot more, but uh, mm -hmm. I kind of. Uh, well, you have my it. full permission yeah. to make that change completely now that, yeah, you. But here's the point about professional. You've already proven that to the one person that it need to be proven to. Yeah. You. Mm -hmm. And so now your attitude of I'm a professional only needs to add that adjective. I'm a, a friendly professional. <laughs> In fact, yeah. friends is more important than professional, but you've already got the professional down and everybody that comes to you knows that you're good at it. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I didn't even have to mention that part of it until now. But yes, you've already got the professional part down. Mm -hmm. So that's not the issue. Yeah, the issue yeah. is let's not instead of trying to prove how good I am, let's mm -hmm. just allow people to see how friendly you are at doing such a good job. Yeah, and that sounds uh, really great. I mean, mm -hmm. really easy as well. It's not work. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not, is it? You're right. Having yeah. fun with people is not so much work, is it? <laughs> That's why I do these Zoom calls that I really enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, let's let's finish now. I think sure. this has been a really, really good session. We've gone about an hour and recorded about yeah. 20 minutes of it. So this is really great. Thank you. Awesome. This has been wonderful. Thank I'm going to go. I, I really like this because I'm going to go out and start making some more friends myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked me into it. <laughs> All right. I'll go make friends right now. <laughs> All righty. Well, we'll see you later then. Bye bye. See you. Bye bye.